five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden. I am with... And here we are. It is the middle of May. So we, first of all, Harp, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. So we have been, um, we have been, the last couple weeks, we've been talking with our friend, 27 brother, Matthew Maxwell, uh, about Ukraine. He has taken the week off. He might have some very good news for us when he comes back next week. Don't want to uh, share it because I don't know if it's privileged information or what. But um, you got the news today earlier. It should, it, it should be pretty good, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what Let's hope that's what he comes back to his life thing. So, so we wish him the best of luck this week and look forward to seeing him when he comes back. Um, but just, and just, you know, I know we've been talking about Ukraine. Just want to just, just very briefly touch on it because we're going we're gonna to talk about some other stuff since we haven't been talking in a while. But... Harp, what, you know, what do you see in Ukraine? I mean, any change since last week? Not much. Uh, I think there was a couple, you know, right there towards uh, the middle of the week last week. Russia tried to amp up some stuff. But, I mean, you really didn't hear anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Around here. Yeah. I haven't heard as Just, much. Uh, I think there's another, another neighbor country, country that wanted to join NATO. So. That's He's losing a lot of allies, or if he thought they were allies, yep, that's the big thing, man. I, you know, he, uh, Sweden and Finland both now want to join NATO, and they've been neutral for the longest time. And you know, so Putin's, um, it, it definitely seems like his, you know, his his plan to defend Russia and and not keep NATO from expanding is definitely backfired. So uh, you know, I don't. I, I don't know how much more can go wrong for him, but yeah, it just the, as it goes on and on and on, Russia just looks just worse and worse and worse. So let's just keep our fingers crossed that um, the Ukrainians can hold out and just um, yeah, keep keep on keeping on. You know what I mean? So keep on fighting the fight. So yep. So that's kind of it. So turning our eye back onto politics, so you kind of. A lot, but not a lot, has happened in the last couple of weeks. But uh, one of the things I, I do want to talk about, I'm very curious about, is the uh, gubernatorial and Senate races in Georgia, because Georgia is going to be a really exciting state this, um, you know, in November. And I'm really, you know, really, um, really anxious to see and, and really excited about it. So, Harp, what, you know, what's going on down there? How's everything going? Well, you know, you got the... the, the, the Three main ones running for for governor, uh, and Brian Kemp, who's the incumbent, and then Stacey Abrams is the Democrat, and then um, David Perdue mm-hmm. is running against Brian Kemp in the primaries for the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, starting to see the text messages roll in. Uh, you know, they all get your phone. Phone numbers, uh, you know, still the everyday postal mail hadn't really took off. Uh, you might get something once or twice a week. It's fixing to, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what uh, with the gas prices. You know, Governor Kip 
suspended the state taxes to help us uh, lower our gas prices here in Georgia, and I think that's set to expire at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if the gas prices stay as high as they are, if he was good to extend that. Mm-hmm. Try to win, you know, try to win some votes that way. Because, I mean, that is, a, I mean, you're talking 27 cents almost uh, off of the gas prices. So. That's 27 cents a gallon? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so 10, 15 gallons, that, yeah, that can make a little bit of a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, we, were, we would be paying. I, I, pay, I filled up yesterday, and I want to say it was 411 a gallon. So it would have been, Ooh. you know, just south of 450 a gallon. Mm-hmm. Has, has he not done that? So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful he did it. You know something? I didn't realize gas was that expensive in Georgia. So it's always ridiculously expensive here. I, but I always Georgia's, I just, Georgia's probably got the highest in the, in the south. Ah, other than you know, minus Florida because Florida's a tourist town. You know, pretty much tourist state. Yeah, but ah. Georgia, okay. uh, Alabama's gas prices are a whole lot are always cheaper. Got it. Got it. So. Yeah, because um, it is because we, oh, gosh, what did I pay? Um, I think I was paying like five fifty, five sixty, which is a lot. But I thought that um. We, I thought that like it would be significantly more expensive out here than than down there. So four fifty, I'm I'm you know four fifty, just around four fifty. You know, assuming he hadn't taken the uh, tax off, I, I thought is is a lot. So, I oh, mean, well, I mean, you're thinking you, you're paying five fifty a gallon, but mm-hmm. where you live, you don't have to drive that far. No, exactly. Exactly. Your your tank of gas is going to last you a whole lot longer than my tank of gas. Exactly. Exactly. I have. Um, so I actually, interesting, I have two cars, and um, my, so my wife is away on um, a business trip this week, and I use her car. She has a hybrid, and a Hyundai Ioniq, and man, it gets about 50 miles a gallon, which is crazy. So, you know, we fill it up, like, on a busy month, we fill it up twice, but we usually only have to fill it up, like, once a month, you know what I mean? Um, and then... I have my, you know, I have a old Mazda, which gets me about mm, between twenty and twenty-five. So, um, but yeah, no, we we go. Um, I I put maybe on a normal workday for me, yeah, twenty to thirty miles tops on the car. You know what I mean? So that's about, uh, you know, a gallon and a half if I'm using my car. Maybe like half a gallon if, um, if even that on my wife's car. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm... I'm dropping three gallons just going and getting my kids from school. Oh man, are they are they all far away from each other? Like their schools far away from each other? Well, I make my younger two ride the school bus. Okay. Um, but my daughter, who's in middle school, I have to go pick her up. Got it. Got it. Uh, and it's it's about middle school, probably fifteen minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's probably. Seven or eight miles. Oh, you okay. have to do the whole the whole running around after you pick them up, taking them places. Yeah. So it's we'll fill up twice a week. Oof. Yeah. I'll fill, I'll yeah. fill my truck up twice a week. My wife she'll fill her car up twice a week just because she works. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works probably. 
25, 30 miles away. She has to drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of car is she uh, driving? She drives a Malibu. Oh, okay. She's in Malibu. She, she was in a Suburban. We had to, we had to trade that in. Yeah, yeah, Back in March. Get her something a little more fuel efficient. So, so Malibu, probably what, like 25, 30 miles a gallon about there? Oh, no. She, she's getting probably in the 40s. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right, nice. It's, a, it's just a little sedan, you know, a little four-door car. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell you, these, these hybrids, man, and my wife, she got hers in, she was, she leased it in 2019, and then we bought it, like, you know, she, she bought out the lease a couple months ago, and yeah, man, having that, you know, 50 to 60 miles a gallon, oh, man, it's so, it is so nice, like, because, yeah. Hers isn't a hybrid, but it is one of those that shuts off when you go to, like, a red light. Mm, yeah. Like, the whole car will just shut off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it won't crank back up until you let off the brake to get ready to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've I've driven those before. I drove one of those. Actually, I rented a car when um, I was in Ireland many years ago, and it did that. And it took a little getting used to because at first I thought there was something wrong with the car. And then um, I figured out, like, oh, no, that's just the way it is. So it's fine. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but, yeah. All right. All right. So, um, so right now, between... Purdue and Kemp. When do you know when the uh, primary election is? Mm, I don't know off the top of my head. It's coming up. Yeah. It's, it's getting close. Because I, I know it's it's got to be in the next couple of weeks. Um, do you how, how does it look? I know so Trump came out and induced, endorsed Purdue, right? Right. But yeah. everything I've read, Kemp's kind of ahead of him. Um, I mean, I had to. Anything? No, I mean, there's still a lot of people pissed off after that here. Mm. Uh, I, I wouldn't believe any of those polls you see. Mm, okay. It's, uh, I don't know, look it up. Now, I got a question for you. So, let's just say that um, Kemp does win uh, in, you know, win, win the primary. Uh, and then, you know, goes on to the general election with Stacey Abrams. Do you think that there are going to be enough um, people who are still mad at him for 2020 that they won't go out and vote for him and that might push Stacey Abrams over? Or do you think all the people who are mad at him no. will come around and vote for him? I mean, I think they'll still vote for him. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're not going to want to go blue. Mm-hmm. Not that blue, anyway. No, I mean, no, it's I... Just, no. It's, I mean, I, I know that I'm sure they won't vote for Stacey Abrams, but do you think that um, they just might not vote at all? No, I think voters out here going to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't consider being that butthurt about it. Mm-hmm. They'll still go vote for the Republican. Mm-hmm. The Republican nominee. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have to vote for other stuff. They're not going to vote for one way or another. But it says the primary is scheduled for May twenty fourth. So that is uh, a week from tomorrow. Oh, okay. So yeah. next week we'll have something to to talk about too. All right. And the runoff runoff will be scheduled for the twenty first of June. Oh, interesting. All right. So that's kind of, and I guess what the runoff is if they don't get if one one of the candidates doesn't get fifty percent of the vote. Something like that. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting. Well, I'm, I'm I've been I've been I have been I admittedly have not been as tuned in um, for the last couple weeks uh, as I normally am. Um, but the uh, uh, yeah, California. So Governor Newsom is running for re-election in November, but I I don't think he's really gonna have a problem because most people um, most people are are by and large pretty happy with him. He had a couple of missteps and a couple mistakes, but I don't think anything that's really gonna gonna doom him. And he um, where California is actually in an interesting position. So they um, have a we have a I, I, it's a couple of billion dollars surplus um, that we had um, uh, from uh, COVID from collecting all these extra taxes, and I believe they're good, the government's going to send everybody a check. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work and when we're going to get paid or even if it's going to happen, but we are. And I know that they were they're going back and forth on what to do about gas prices. I think they were thinking of sending everybody a check for gas um but like some people were like not nah, just why well, i don't know why they don't just lower the tax you know on gas but um either way uh some sort of relief is going to come soon and i think unless something really crazy happens or he implodes then he'll just kind of he'll cruise to victory in november um yeah now there no there are no primary challengers or anything so uh yeah so so we gotta see and um and yeah i think that George is going to be interesting. I know um, the Pennsylvania race is going to be interesting. Trump endorsed Dr. Oz, and um, everything that I've read uh, is that he's he's not doing so great. He's doing okay. I mean, we'll see. I don't know when their primary is, but um, and who? What else? What were the some of the other interesting races? Um, yeah, it was just it was it, Georgia and Pennsylvania were the two that I was looking at. So. Um, was, oh, and last week, um, Nebraska, um, Trump candidate, endorsed candidate in Nebraska did not win. The, um, the, uh, the other, another Republican won in the Republican primary, and he'll probably go on and win the governorship. So that was the other one. And J.D. Vance won two weeks ago in Ohio. Um, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see how he's going to, how that one's going to shake out. So, yeah, and then November, November is going to be interesting because, um, you know, my prediction is that the Republicans are going to take the House back. But the Senate's kind of a toss-up. The Senate, I think, um, the Democrats might hold on, um, especially if some of these kind of harder-right candidates uh, win and um, kind of uh, go a little too far to the right. But um, they might not. I mean, the Democrats might lose, and might lose the Senate, too. So I think either it could go um, either way. I'd, I'd be shocked. If the Republicans did not take back the House, uh, I mean, it's always possible that they won't. But I think, but but I think the Senate, I think the Senate could really go either way. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be an interesting. Um, there's, gonna be, there's a big, you know, there's a big Senate race here too. Talk about this. Yeah, what's going on? Let's talk about that. That's, you know, Herschel Walker, huge mm. Trump endorsement. Okay. You know, Herschel played. You know, Trump brought Herschel to the big show. So him and. Trump go, go way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's running for Senate against uh, I think one off the Democrat. Mm-hmm. The Reverend. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But Herschel's running against a guy named uh, Gary Black, who was the agricultural guy here. Mm. You know, I mean, he's a pretty well-known politician. But that one's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But if Herschel does get the nominee, so, you know, in November when he goes up against one, it'd be uh, interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, that will be an interesting, and I think you know it'll be it'll also be interesting to see too, if um, so you got the governor and the senator at the top of the ticket if they, you know, both go Democrat, both go Republican, you know, if they both go one way or the other, or if or if they split, you know, that's possible. Um, you know, that would be really interesting to see, and um, yeah, cause I don't know if you see like a like like if Kemp wins. And Herschel Walker wins. Um, I don't, who knows? You maybe you'll see a maybe you'll see a split. I I don't know. It's it can go all sorts of different different combinations. You know what I mean? So yes, that's going to be interesting. But it's I, all, yeah, well, I tell you, it's almost it's almost weird that Stacey Abrams just be staying so quiet like she is. Hmm. I figured you know she would you know you'd be seeing signs, and billboards, and all that. Won't we'll see any of those. Mm. Yeah, like you do, like you do the Kemp's and the Herschel Walker runs, run Herschel run signs all over everybody's yard. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I I wonder if that is because maybe she they, the campaign wants to save a little money, knowing that you know she probably going to win the primary and spend it later. Or um, yeah, I mean I don't even think anybody's running. Yeah. Yeah, and if they are, it's probably if they are, I, I mean, I haven't heard heard the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I haven't heard I haven't heard anything about a Democrat running against her. So. Yeah. Well, I saw that, that you would think she'd want to get her name out there even earlier, knowing she ain't got to run against nobody. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. That's that's interesting. So, but yeah, I bet you. Like I said, I bet you it's a re- something about money, or they got some strategy that like they're just gonna they're gonna pour it all in later, or or something. I mean, like I've, that. Yeah. I've I've seen the, the little Facebook commercials, you know, advertising and then TV commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, there is another race. There's a race. Um, for mayor of LA, which is actually really heating up, and there's like there's a lot of people in it. There's a so 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 many people in it. So, um, yes, I'll, I'll I'm not even gonna. What's up? So why would somebody want to be mayor of that place? It's I, you know something I tell you, the, the the I think that two of the hardest jobs in politics are mayor of New York City. And mayor of L.A. And mayor of L.A. is a little bit easier than New York. Because, like, mayor of New York is, it's kind of a, um, it's, it's a real thankless job. And, like, the mayor of New York never seems to go on to the next stop. They never, like, the mayor of New York never really um, rises to the level of governor. They just, it's just, it's kind of, kind of stop. Like, you're kind of mayor of New York, and then you're and then mayor of L.A. And L.A. is a little bit more manageable just because there aren't um you know as many special interests as in new york and like new york has also you know new york has all sorts of other stuff going on but yeah i wouldn't want to be um the mayor of la and like you know 
LA, the thing that's so hard here is um, it's just it's so, so expensive. Like, so I'll tell you, the biggest problem that we got in LA right now is the homelessness problem. And it's, it's really hard because, number one, LA is actually a, a pretty easy place. To, I don't want to get here. I don't want to say it's an easy place to live if you're homeless. It's not. But, you know, the weather's really nice. Um, people are uh, kind of tolerant. Of, I don't want to say kind of tolerant because people are trying to get fed up. But people are not, um, you know, the, 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 the cops don't immediately move on homelessness. And, like, and it's really, really, it's just really expensive to live here. So, um, you're, so yeah, so you got this kind of perfect mix of uh, homelessness, and it just kind of keeps getting worse every year. And, you know, every male candidate's like, um, yeah, we're going to solve the problem, we're going to solve the problem, we're going to solve the problem, but uh, nobody ever does, you know. And um, yes, that's, the big, that's the big issue. That and, um, like, housing prices in L.A. are really expensive. And that's, a, that's more of a state thing. That's something that the mayor can't really do too much on. That's up to the state to fix. And the state doesn't seem to... Um, be able to do it for a million different reasons, but um, yeah, but the homelessness has, has gotten to be like um, a, a real big problem. Whereas, like in New York, you got uh, you just got <laughs> New York man, you just got everybody and their mother yelling at you for for different things. So yeah, but I'm with you. I, I would I, yeah, the mayor of New York and the mayor of um, uh, 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 the mayor of LA are thankless jobs, and um, yeah, the the mayor of New York. It's a guy named Eric Adams now who just got elected, so I wasn't there, so I don't, you know, while he was there, so I don't really know too much about him. But um, the mayor of the current mayor of LA is a guy named Eric Garcetti, who is the son of Gil Garcetti, who was the top, who was like the top, top, uh, the, or the, excuse me, the DA during the OJ Simpson trial. So, um, yes, yeah, so they kind of have a history of politics in the family. So, yeah, so, so. So yeah, that's what's going on locally. So, so the other thing I want to ask you about um, is the recent Supreme Court abortion ruling. Are people talking about it down there? No, I mean, it's not as much. Um, you know, I mean, it's, there's a lot of pro pro life people around here mm. uh, where I live out in the rural area. You know. So, I mean. It's not real big in the local news. Because oh, really, I mean, it's, it's all going to be, the, you know, up to the Supreme Court. I just think it, a lot of people around here think it just got leaked to distract from something else. Mm -hmm. Kind of the way politics plays their games. Mm -hmm. I mean, the law is still, I mean, the law is still in there. Yep. Yeah. They haven't changed the law. Mm-hmm. Until they do that, it's just basically hearsay. Yeah. Yo, real quick, the leak. Um, I read a very interesting piece. So first of all, when I heard about the leak, my gut instinct was, oh, somebody for one of the liberal justices was worried about it getting overturned, so it was somebody on the liberal side. But I read a piece that said, it's you know, uh, they were speculating about who released it, and he, you know, he said possibly. But the first thing that this guy went to, it was Ralph Douthat from the New York Times. He said, um, maybe it was somebody on the conservative side that was worried that Kavanaugh was going to get weak knees, so or Kavanaugh, one of the justices, would get weak knees, and um, released it to kind of build pressure from the right. So I was like, well, oh, that's kind of interesting. So um, I hadn't thought about that. So, I mean, I have no idea who it is, and I don't know if we're ever going to find out.
But um, yeah, that's what I would say. It's just hearsay, and you know how politics is. They're gonna throw something out there to try to divert attention to it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they, and and that is like one hot topic, touchy subject that can get everybody's juices flowing real easy. So yeah. I mean, I think it, whoever pulled the card, I guess it was a good card to pull. If they were, that's what they were trying to do, because they did it. Yep. They diverted attention away from something else. Yeah. And I was a little... one. The, the only thing that was... Well, so, you know, it, the news hit pretty hard. I hit a lot of, you know, pro-choice people out here, and people were pretty upset. But one thing that I was surprised about was that I thought that there would be more celebration on the pro-life side. Now, granted, the the ruling isn't final yet, so maybe that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can't, you can't, you can't celebrate. I mean, the law is still the law. Mm-hmm. This is just uh, hearsay. Really, mm-hmm. is all it is. Yeah. So, and yeah, who knows? Maybe when it, the ruling comes out, the um, people will. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to have a an interesting effect. I, I I will say this though too. I do think that um, over the long term, and I'm talking about the next like 30 or 40 years, uh, I do think that this ruling is ultimately going to um, play better for politically for um, the pro-choice side because you know when the Supreme Court decided uh, Roe v. Wade, it basically took the um, took it out of the hands, took the, took abortion out of the hands of the legislatures around America and put it into the courts. And now that people can, and the thing with, you know, uh, Republican, um, uh, uh, Republican lawmakers could go as far out um, into, um, you know, as far pro-life uh, as they wanted without ramifications, knowing that they're never going to, you know, you can't, it's, it was up to the Supreme Court to overturn it, so they could, you know, uh, say whatever law they wanted to, 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 you know, fire up the pro-life base. But now that that, now that they're actually answerable to, um, you know, to the, now that they can actually make these laws and they actually answerable to the voters, um, I do think you're going to see uh, some of them start to edge away from their positions as, um, you know, it becomes like this starts to happen and it starts to become practical. And you might see, you know, you might also see some pro-choice people start to edge away a little bit as, um, or, or kind of, may not edge away, but kind of just, just, the two of them beginning to to come a bit more towards what um, the consensus in their particular state are going to want. So like you know, like Alabama, Mississippi are always going to be you know um, very pro life after this and very conservative. But you know Georgia might edge a little bit um, to the left a little bit. Texas might edge a little bit to the left a little bit. So we'll see. But these going to be this is all going to happen over thirty or forty years. This isn't going to happen anytime soon um, because people are still really really hot about it now. But after. After a while, you know, people. I think people are gonna cool off. The the only the one positive thing, even though I I don't like the if if assuming the ruling comes out the way that they um it was leaked, I don't really like it. But I do think that this is gonna give everybody an opportunity to eventually um cool off a little bit. Uh, again, over fifteen twenty years, you know what I mean. So um you know I don't I don't know if they're gonna be fighting, but I might be wrong. This might just piss off everybody even more. And make everybody even more pissed off about it. So, you know, what do I know? But, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. And um, what else? So, 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 what else has been happening? I know we were talking about Ukraine a lot. Any, anything else interesting happening down in Georgia? Um, not necessarily around here. Uh, 
Oh God! And spark back up again. Oh God! Yeah. Grocery store. That one was a church right there in L.A. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was. And the only reason that the church one. What kind of church was it? It was a, it was a Presbyterian, right? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, that's, I think that's what I read. I think I read. Yeah. We. So actually, I have a kind of an interesting, a slightly interesting story that's adjacent to that, but. Yeah, they, the, that guy, he would have killed a whole lot more people if the, the parishioners hadn't tackled him. So, yeah. so they got really, really lucky. He only killed one. Um, yeah, but that, that shooting in Buffalo was just horrible. Um, yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Geez. I guess now they're saying that the guy was questioned months ago or a year ago or something. I, thought, I think I read. Yeah. Like, people knew that this... Was was a potential uh, threat, but they still let it go on. That's what I don't I don't understand it at all. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's... Yeah, it was it was horrible. So, um, yeah, I read actually. So I, interesting story. So um, I was on Saturday. I'm sitting around, and my my guy I work with texts me that um, there was a shooting in downtown L.A. at this place where we go and get um, lunch every once in a while. And one person was shot, and um, uh, some of the... I work, so I work at a hospital. I work with some nurses and stuff. And um, they, were, they were saying how uh, there was a gunshot, you know, a GSW wound um, a victim at the hospital on Saturday who later died. And um, it, as it turns out, at our hospital, it was that guy who got shot. And, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was kind of sad. So, and so, like, all this was happening, like, as, like, Buffalo was happening. So, like, a lot of people, um, were getting shot. And, you know, so I hope, man, I hope that, that it, 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 I mean, things are getting crazy. But, you know, I mean, I know the, the economy is now having trouble. And, um, you know, this war in Ukraine has freaked a bunch of people out. And, um, like, one of the things I read that over the, uh, over the pandemic, a lot of people spent their stimulus money on guns. So um, yeah, it might be a it might be kind of a a bloody summer. You know what I mean? Um, I hope not. Uh, but yeah, it might be, and that's gonna be around. It's not just be in urban areas. It's gonna be around the country too. So um, yeah, I hope everybody keeps their cool because yeah, we don't need that. Shit. All I can say is arm yourself. I hope it doesn't come to that. I'm, I'm glad. Uh... I'm glad Georgia there's no longer need, need a permit to, to carry concealed anymore. Mm. That went into effect this year. Usually you have to have a permit mm. to conceal carry. Now you don't have to. Mm. So I can, I can pretty much carry any way I want other than, you know, federal building where it's, it says you can't courtroom and stuff like that. Okay. Actually, I have a couple questions for you about that. So, first of all, to, to, do you need a permit to get a, a, a gun, though, in Georgia? No. So you could just no, buy it. It makes it, it makes it easier uh-huh. when you go to a gun store if you have a permit. You show them your permit card. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it a whole lot easier process of buying one. But you don't have to have one. And so legally, you don't have. Do you, so what are the requirements? Like, like anybody could buy a like a gun at uh, in Georgia. There's like no restrictions at all. Yeah, as long as you got a clean background, they do a background check. On you. Oh, that's what I'm wondering. Yes, they do. They do do a background check. 
Oh yeah, every that's but, but when you get that permit card, that is your background check. Oh, I see, I see. You oh. have to get a background check to get that permit card. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. So you get so basically. You get the permit, and then you get so then you can you get a permit that you can go in and buy a gun without the background check. Otherwise, they're gonna give you a background check and right you go through that. Oh, I mean, okay. they're just going. They're, if you got the permit card, they're gonna link that purchase that that sale of that gun to your permit number, so they're gonna know who owns that gun. I got it. Got it. Okay, I see. Like my wife bought me that shotgun for Christmas mm-hmm. last this past Christmas, mm-hmm. and she just walked into the Bass Pro Shop. It took her, you know. About an hour, hour and a half to buy it because they had to sit around and wait for the background check to come back. But once they come back, I mean, it's cleared hot. Got it, got it. Now, as far as restrictions in public places, so you, you can't do them in you know federal buildings. Let's say, for argument's sake, you you owned a a, a market, you know, like a little deli. Um, are you able to um, set a rule, or like you own a theater or something? Are you able to set a rule that you you can ban guns, like you know, in your private space if you're a business owner? You can, but I would say that would be one of the dumbest things you could do around here because ain't nobody gonna come support you. No, but I mean, by, by like legally, you could like I mean, like a church, like if oh, you legally, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, banks you can't 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 carry in banks. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, places like that. Got it. But yeah, I mean, business owners. I mean, if that's their business. They can make it a gun-free zone if they want to. Got their it. Business. Yeah, because when when I was in um, Nashville, Tennessee, many many years ago, you know, we go into businesses and there was like a like no gun signs on and stuff, so you couldn't like bring your guns in. You know what I mean? So. Like like if you if you owned an ice cream stand and you were a gun free ice cream stand, I would open up an ice cream stand right next to you and say guns are welcome, and mm-hmm. I would probably have way more oh. uh, support than you were. Interesting. Around this area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I know it's I know it's different in L.A. Uh, well, where there's the, more people who the gun laws. So the, yeah, the gun laws in um, L.A. and uh, New York are, are yeah much much stricter. You know what I mean? And Cal California, I said California too, but like even like L.A. proper are are you know uh, are, are very very strict. And you know actually, so one of the one of the most interesting conversations I had while I was in Iraq. So, um, uh, so Sumner, who is a good buddy of mine, uh, he was in our vehicle and like he's so he's um he's from uh, Southern Illinois, a hunter, been hunting his whole life and stuff, a big gun guy, and um, well, he he's like he had you know a country guy had never really been. I mean, I think he'd been to Chicago a couple times, but like never really been, never been to New York and never been to you know spent much time in a big city. And he, you know, we got to talking and he was, I was like, um, he got to talk about gun laws and he was, I was like, uh, um, yeah, you know, we, they, they, all the gun laws that are restricting guns in New York City are, are good. And he's like, oh, psh, oh man, here we go. And I was like, no, 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 here we go. And explain, let me, let me explain. And I actually, I laid it out. I was like, you know, if you're in, if you're in Times Square, you know, you could be in Times Square and there could, you could literally, I mean, not even New Year's aside, like on an average day, you could be in Times Square and. Uh, I, I used to, sorry, no, I used an, uh, uh, an M16, because we, we were still using the old M16. The M16 has a maximum effective range 
of 500 meters, I believe, which is um, about 2,000 feet. And I was like, um, yeah, man, if you are in the middle of Times Square, Times Square, you could be literally in like that, you know, in like a circle in a 500 meter um, radius, you could be upwards of 400, 500,000 people, you know what I mean? And like, I kind of like explained the diamonds and he was like, oh, actually that kind of makes sense. So I think, um, yeah, cities are, are, one day I'm I'm telling you, one day my dream, I'm going to take you to New York and we're going to walk around and we're going to go through Times Square and you're just going to be, you're going to see more people than you ever seen in your entire life. So, um, but yeah, very different than rural areas. You know, that's my point. That's my point. So, as long as, as long as I can have a pocket knife, you can uh, at least that. Gosh, you know what? I don't know what the knife laws are like in there. Oh, I'm sure there's a law. Yeah, there is. There is. There is. I don't know what it is, but I, I'll never take you any place. I won't take you any place where you'll get hurt. I'll take if, you if, place if, where if you, you might. Ta- if you take, if you take my pocket knife from me, you might as well just make me walk around naked. <laughs> I mean. I can't do it. <laughs> so, but um, but I'm gonna take you one day. You you and your your kids and your kids are gonna dig it. We'll go to Statue of Liberty and stuff. So, yeah, they would. That'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah. So so yeah. So so that's kind of that's that's kind of what's going on. It's gonna we're rolling into summer. The I, I the last thing I'll talk about is um I have read some worrying signs about the economy, which um. Don't, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, um, but that uh, the economy might kind of be um, on this, uh, you know, heading towards a recession. And if that happens, I hope it's very brief. But um, just like a lot of stuff going on, inflation's real high. Um, China's a total mess right now between their locking down because of COVID and they're having all sorts of problems. Um, what else? Uh, uh, the uh, inflation's super. Super high, and COVID's not really COVID's technically not over. I mean, they're still. I think I personally think that we're definitely over the worst, and and for all intents and purposes, done. But you know, who knows? There might be another variant that gets people sick all of a sudden. So, um, but I don't, you know. So we see. So we're not entirely out of the woods yet. But but you know what? It's always like that. Everything there's always like problems around the corner. So I think we're gonna be fine in the end. You know what I mean? If it if it does happen, if it does come, if there is another variant, it'll be around November. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Say that again. If, if, there's, if there's another variant, then what? It'll be around November. Yeah, happens. yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right around. Um, right before. Right, right around election season. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I don't think even if even if there is another variant, I don't think it's going to be nearly as serious as the previous ones because everybody you, you've got most of the uh, populations either immunized or already had it so even if it goes around I don't think, you it's, know, yeah, I don't think it's going to get taken as serious no I don't think so either so, I think that card yeah. card is played out yep uh, and you know something you know how you know it's not going to the most the healthy folks now. you know if you're not healthy you better stay away from it true true but Better take it serious. But the way I know that it's it's mentally everybody's over it is because here in LA, um, people long ago stopped wearing masks. At my hospital, people still wear masks, but that's the hospital, and like that's literally the last place that people still wear them. Every once in a while, you'll see like one or two. You know, you go to the supermarket. Every time I go, yeah, one or two people are wearing them, but um, they're they're now very much in. 
kind of the minority. Most people are just like fucking. And then like, you know, um, I went, oh, I, actually, I didn't tell you. Do you like Pearl Jam? I do like Pearl Jam. I got, so last Saturday, at about 4.30 in the afternoon, my buddy texted me. He's like, hey, man, I got an extra ticket to the Pearl Jam show tonight. You want to go? I was like, hell yeah. So um, went and saw Pearl Jam for free, which was nice. It was very, very cool. Got a hookup. And, um, you know, we were in the uh, concert, and yeah, nobody had a mask on. You know what I mean? So everybody's like, yeah, yeah. we're done with it. You know. I can't wait. I'm flying to Jamaica on the 18th of June. I can't wait to get on the plane without one. Ooh, very cool. Very cool, very cool. I've flown, you know, several several times since the pandemic, and mm. then it's like, I mean, I already have high anxiety anyway. Mm. You muzzle me in that little enclosed space. Mm-hmm. Just for an hour flight, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Just the flight now, you know, without a mask. Cool. That's yeah. Jamaica's not very far from um Georgia, huh? Uh, it's about I want to say a two and a half hour flight. Oh, maybe three. Just just you and Stacey, or you bring the kids too? No, we're going to a adult only, all inclusive resort. Oh, fun! So it's going to be fun. Very cool. Us and some friends are going. Oh, nice. Uh, we're so you know my friend. Friends of ours are celebrating their 20th anniversary, and we're going to be celebrating our 19th this year. Oh, so nice. Like nice. Doing one big, this will be her probably 19th and 20th anniversary present. Oh, nice. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, good. Good. I'm sure she'll make, make me do something big for the 20th next year. Nice. Very cool. It's going to be fun. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, dip your toes in the sand. I have never been to Jamaica. I've been to Bahamas, but never Jamaica. So, cool. I'm saying, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I've been to Bahamas, I've never been to Jamaica, and everybody says as long as you stay on the resort, you'll, you'll, you'll love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can venture off, but they said, you know, it gets real sketchy. You know, Jamaica, I've heard the same thing. Jamaica is the kind of place where, I mean, you know, if you go to a resort, you're, you're fine, but I, if I were to visit, like, the island... Um, I would want to go with a Jamaican or somebody who knows the scene. You know, I don't know if I'd want to go by myself, but uh, so I just looked at the flights. I, we depart at nine forty-five. We get there at eleven thirty. So it ain't even Ooh, very nice. Uh, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, that just about done. I think Jamaica is a great thing to end the episode on. Harp, you got any uh, uh, last thoughts? As long as it, we're, we're staying at the Sandals Resort, so as long as we don't have a pickup like the Sandals in Bahamas. You hear about that? No, no, it happened. These Americans that just died. Oh, no, no, it happened. At the Sandals Resort in Bahamas. So as long as we don't run into nothing like that. Yeah, yeah it was just three Americans. I think the fourth one was hospitalized, but they don't know what happened. Ooh, they don't know what happened? Oh, did they weren't like... Uh, well, I mean, the, the initial reports they did, I don't, I don't have to, oh, it was last week when that came out. Oof. So, and they were like our age, too, they weren't old. Mm. Ooh, that sucks. Oh, jeez, well, well, yeah, definitely. Set, set, two, set two of them, seek medical attention the day before, and then the next day they just found them. Oof, well, that sucks. Now, yeah, well, I definitely hope that doesn't happen, so. You, know, you gotta come back. You gotta come back. Oh yeah. 
right. I'm like that old, I'm like that old, uh, we call them cow ants. You've probably never seen them. You ever seen those big red ants? Uh, I, you know what? I have, as a matter of fact. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know, you step on them, you can't kill them. They just go in the ground, they come right back. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the way I think I am. <laughs> step on me. Yeah. <laughs> think you're killing me, but you know what? I'm going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, cool, cool. So, so my last thought is, um, just yeah, you know what? We're rolling into summer, and and uh, as Harper was saying, it's hot down there. So summer is getting longer and longer. Uh, you know, I know it's a lot of it uh, climate change, but like that also means people are going to be getting uh, hotter and hotter, literally and metaphorically. So please stay safe this summer. You know, all the the, the killings this weekend. I hope this isn't the the, the beginning of a of a of a very violent and, and scary and terrible summer. So let's keep our fingers crossed that that is not the case. Um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, everybody should enjoy summer and have a good time because uh, it's here. So, all right, all right, all right, everybody. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much, uh, Harp. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right, and we will see you next 